0: Hello and welcome to Upilile, the podcast. I'm your host, Uzama Gule Mlife, and I'm excited for this brand new podcast, Conversation. You guys know that my favorite form of art is the art of conversation, and I would rather be nowhere else than serving you in this very moment. It is an absolute pleasure to serve you guys week in and week out. To the people who are tuning in for the very first time, you are welcome. This is a safe space. I hope, Huti, you find your place in the safe space. I hope that you're served well. I hope that we inspire growth and healing in your life journey. To the people who have been tuning to this podcast conversation, I am absolutely honored to be serving you week in and week out. I appreciate your support so much. I actually can't even begin to express how much I appreciate you guys in words, but I definitely do. To the people who are just joining in, please do subscribe to Upilile in any podcast platform that you have. You should just search us up there and you should find us and tune in week in and week out catch up on old episodes. We have a variety of meals to satisfy your soul and we hope you are satisfied in this space and we hope that you are served in this space and feel loved and seen in this space. I hope that you guys are excited for this brand new podcast conversation. Let's get into it let us pray that this girl makes it through this episode because it feels like someone is grating against my throat. So I have what seems to be the beginning season of a flu and my throat is so sore but I had to release this podcast conversation because I'm excited about this new season of Talking and discussing relationships and perspective, things that I've seen, uh, my experiences, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera, so I could not miss this episode. If you have not checked out the first episode of relationship, this relationship series where we discussed lists and where certain things come from and where certain expectations in our future partners or in our current partners come from, ensuring that all those expectations come from a healthy space and they're not fueled by the hurt. And, you know, I feel like the hurt can kind of give direction but it the hurt can't control the narrative and the h- hurt can't control the story you know because then we are projecting our personal experiences onto other people which is quite unfair but if you want unpacking on that please do check out last week's episode so today the conversation is going to be based on a question someone asked me and i was just like oh my gosh okay so a friend of mine was listening to last week's podcast conversation and they asked me what's in that oh okay considering everything because she knows my background my life story and she says considering everything that you've gone through um how are you still open to relationships because you seem to be freer in that situ- in in those circumstances being vulnerable opening yourself up letting someone in etc etc and from her point of view she felt like with her life story and the hurt that she'd experienced it had kind of closed her off and it had made her afraid of opening and being vulnerable to another person and giving so much power to a different person so that conversation opened me and i was like "Oh, okay wait some person considers me as a person who is open to relationships okay where does that come from and i realized first of all it was my awareness of self so the healing work that I've done over the years and it's kind of just made me clear on what I am willing what am I not willing to accept and etc cetera, etc cetera. you know the healing work because my podcast is solely based on healing work emotionally right right so that was the first component I feel like made me open to relationships because I'm clear on where I stand what I want I'm aware of myself um so i don't get into relationships where you're a mess i'm a mess we make an entire mess and this and that and the other because i'm clear about myself i'm clear about what i want so i've been blessed enough to attract people who are clear as well right right and then the second part is rewriting your narrative so what do i mean about that that is today's conversation rewriting your narrative now most of us have a story that is all tragic in relation to romantic relationships that might be fueled about by past experiences that we've had things that we've seen growing up and a lot of the times we use the story this trauma story to inform why we believe what we believe in the context of romantic relationships right right for example you guys know bits and portions of my story. If you don't listen to all fifty-one episodes that we've done, <laughs> you'll be able to kind of sum it up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But if I told you that I do not believe in marriage, and then I explained my history to you, it would make sense, right? Right. So what then happens is that we hold on to that view, and it inf- it informs what we believe, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, but then we want healthy relationships. And then we complain about relationships that we attract. But what I believe is that life supports the things that you believe about yourself. Right? Right. So, for example, if you believe... (laughs) You'll be rushing somewhere, you'll be late, and then... (laughs) So, all the robots are closed... Because that's the belief that you hold, you are you know? And if you believe men are trash, um, and all of them are trash, you'll attract trash men so as to reinforce your belief, the belief that you hold. And if you're a man and you believe all women are gold diggers, you attract gold diggery women to support the belief that you hold. Right? Right. <laughs> so... This is what then happens and people are in this constant cycle of unhealthy relationships because they hold certain beliefs that they haven't been really able to get down to the root of which, okay, I believe this and that and the other, which is what we're talking about in writing a list and expectations of what you want in a future partner. Ensure that whatever informs them is the healthiest version of yourself. So let's unpack this. So, how have I been able to get to the point where I've rewritten my narrative? Right. First and foremost, I was honest about my story and my experiences and my truth. Right. So I'm not saying, "Oh, uh, let us just forget what has informed our experiences, what experiences have informed our expectations." Right. You can't. They are a huge part of who you are as an individual. Um, a part of your shaping, a part of your belief system, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. The first thing I say is, let us be honest with what we've experienced, what we have seen. Be honest. Don't try to put flowers on it. Make it, romanticize it. Because that's what, I remember I heard this thing, when we have gone through something. When we look back, we tend to romanticize and not really remember the weight of what we actually went through. So let's not romanticize. Let us be accepting and honest with what we've experienced, it's okay, this is what I experienced, and this is just that, right? So if I saw, for example, an abusive situation growing up, or an abusive relationship rather going up, I'm honest with that, it's okay, this is what I saw, this is what I experienced, and this is a huge part of my history, right? And then the second thing is forgiving your experiences. For example, as I said, that's my story which I saw abuse growing up and then when I forgive my experiences I used to believe that a huge part of what I saw was because of me right that's a story for another day but I got to the point where I was journaling and I, I would journal and I would forgive myself and the things that I believed were okay actually there were two individuals in the story and I was a secondary party they were the primary individuals that constituted their relationship you know so i forgave all those beliefs that i had in relation to that and possibly also forgiving what you wish life could have been you know uh why didn't i have perfect parents and this and that and the other so going through a process of healing and forgiving all of that would see your life was or is what it was supposed to be right right and then the third thing had an episode about this which was meeting your parents as people you know isolating who they are from their roles you know because I feel like sometimes the roles that we have for them hold a whole lot of pressure and expectations Uti this is how a father should behave this is how a mother should behave and this is how married people should behave you know and we forget Uti they're just individuals and individuals are made up of their past experiences and what they've seen growing up and what uh, molded them to be the people that they are, the environment, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. So I have an entire podcast conversation about that. If you have not checked it out, please do. So after doing those three things of being honest with my story, forgiving my experiences, meeting my parents as people, forgiving them as well, then I introduced a new narrative, right? So unlike most people, I haven't had the experience of being, of seeing rather um, a healthy couple, Pam Gwa right, so like, like in close proximity, where I'm like, whoa, their family is so beautiful, well, now I have, but like, back then, I I didn't have the, I didn't have that exposure, and I was like, okay, 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 so my thing was, I knew what I did not want, so I guess that's the first step, knowing what you don't want, so what you went through should inform what you do not want but um cool log. and when i say also informing what you do not want don't have a, a healthy unhealthy i mean relation to that cuz some people they know that that's not what that's that's what they don't want but they also have so much hatred and so much emotion tied to what they don't want because they have not forgiven their past or forgiven their parents or own their truth as what it was that you end up attracting what you don't want because you're speaking about it so much and it is just a part of your dialogue. So just have an acknowledgement of what you don't want. Right? Right. That was my first step. Right. So I knew what I did not want. And then I used to get into relationships and i kind of realized a common thread between all my partners so i think that's also something that's very important always built what type of people do i attract right right cuz usually there's a common thread so my past excuse me then molded an overly independent person right i was raised by a single mother i saw her do her own thing you know like getting us a home getting us a car getting us furniture in the house, you know, keeping us well-fed, all on our own, right? And then, because that's what I was exposed to for so many years, that's what I imitated, and that's what I was, and that's what I was molded after, right? And then the crazy thing about being this overly independent person where I want to do my own things, I don't want to, you know, be controlled and things of that nature, I don't want to be overly dependent on someone else, gee, you know, I want to be, I I used to want to be in relationships where if you left me, I'm okay. Like I'm not breaking and falling apart because, you know, crazy thing. Then I realized a common thread between all of my exes, not like all, like, as in like I had like tons of exes or something, but like three or four, actually all of them, but like there was only three or four, right? Was that all of them were raised by single mothers. And I was like, that's crazy because something in them recognized something in me and, you know, magnets, right? Right. So I realized that. I was like, oh, okay. But I realized when I reflected on that later on. But I think that's also something very important that we know, dude, and what type of people are you attracting? And that will usually give you an indication of what you need to heal, right? So I was attracting all of these Gents, amazing guys at that, no speaking bad on them at all. Um, these gents who had mothers that were holding down the fort. And then I was that girl holding down the fort. And something about our stories and our history and our makeup connected us to, together. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh. So the relationship would unfold and I'd continue to be that in, overly independent person because I, I just didn't like being. when you lean too much people will move you know so i had all those thoughts and those mindsets and stuff of that nature and because of what they'd been exposed to usually it it didn't really work and challenge my over-independence because they were used to it you know and etc etc right because i'm not trying to talk about other people here (laughs) i'm trying to talk about my own revelation right and then that relationship would unfold 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 luckily i've never been in like a hectic situations because me me i know myself um i I know my way and i will you know when it's no longer working so i've been blessed in the sense that i've never had like messy 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 relationships that end up up make me end up believing like men are trash or whatever so fine but that was the dynamic that i usually used to face and i realized no actually I don't wanna be this overly independent person who always has things figured out. Like I wanna be soft, I wanna be vulnerable. I don't know how to be soft, I don't know how to be vulnerable. But like I want a relationship that enables like different parts of me to come to play. Because yeah, well in 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 these ones I kind of knew what the script was because it's something that I'd repeated so many times. You know, and I wanted that. I wanted to be loved and without my card up and you know this and that and the other i really did not know how to do that but i realized it was in a okay like this overly independence thing is no longer working for me right and i recognized that overly independence thing was also a coping mechanism from the trauma that i'd suffered i didn't want to be overly dependent on the person. I didn't want to pay my heart out and then you're leaving. And then, hey, who am I now when I'm left? And, you know, these people who have, like, their world crash because some guy left. I wasn't trying to be that girl. And I realized, Lucy, that was because of trauma that I would faced and things that I'd seen. Right? So I began to heal. Heal, 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 heal. You know, I began to heal that um began to try opening myself up. I remember the year I decided I was gonna cry. Right? I wasn't a crier. And that year I was in university and I was like, yeah, now I'm gonna start making crying acceptable. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna cry. Yeah, I think that first year was a little tough because I, I was my crying because it wasn't developed yet. It didn't have any breaks. Like I just like I just cry. You know, actually I wanna tell the story. A friend of mine Right, I remember she was going through a rough time, and um, I saw her on campus, and then like she was telling me, she said, and then she just started crying, and I was just like, Wait, what? Like on campus, like yeah, like are we gonna do this here? Yeah. And then when I went back to my room, I thought about, it, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'd love to be that brave person who just cries and like owns their emotions. which okay, actually, I don't feel good about this, so I'm just gonna cry. So then I decided I was gonna cry, so I cried without breaks the first time. You know, because I like really, I wanted to be that person. I wanted to not be like stone cold and like a wall. Like, I wanted to work on myself and my vulnerability. So, I started healing that because I did want to be in a relationship where, yes, and as much as I, I could embrace my independent, not overly independent, my independent side and my strong will and this and that about me, but I also wanted to be soft and, you know, so time continued i healed i healed i healed i opened up to different things that i wouldn't have thought myself to do you know i started like not started but like was accepting to like physical touch and stuff like hugging my friends that weren't just to spite like just hugging other people as well (laughs) you know like like soft things like i was like i'm gonna be soft you know i'm gonna be soft i'm gonna stop being prickly so as the years continued i stumbled on this video so I told you guys, I think I told you, I knew what I did not want from my past experience, but I didn't want that being the source of um, being the representative. What word am I looking for? Being the fuel of what I wanted. I just knew that as what I did not want, but I was still trying to figure out what do I want. Then I stumbled onto this video by Tore Roberts, who was the pastor of One LA Church, then back then and he was doing an episode that was called Five Keys to Identify Your Soulmate. And that was like from eight years ago. And um if you don't know, currently he is Sarah Jakes Roberts' husband. So the daughters have TD Jakes. And he was doing the sermon, he was doing the sermon. I don't even know why I was watching that sermon, but I was. And then he unpacked her story, right? Um then he was engaged to Tory. Yeah. No, no, no. Torea was engaged to Sarah, right? And Torea was preaching, 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 eight keys to find your soulmate, five keys to find your, uh, identify your soulmate. And then he shared his personal testimony. And he was talking about Sarah and how they met and things of that nature. And that was the first time I looked at something and I was like, I want my husband to speak about me or my partner to speak about me in that way. So that was my first goal or first thing because back then I wasn't open to like not open but I wasn't exposed to like your YouTube content creators who are couples or whatever. So that first time I remember I watched that episode and I was like I want a gent who talks about me that way. And then they also did this convo love purpose and relationship seven years ago. And when I saw them interact I was like yes lord (laughs) that should be my portion in life. Like I loved that episode, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I I deserve that." And then I started praying for teachers, you know. So I'm not saying while well, all of this was happening, all the healing and all trying to find what I do want, like my relationships were going great. That's not what I'm saying. You're still trying to figure it out, you know. It's not, oh, you get this, and then all of a sudden this is perfect. No. But I feel like the more you you know what it is that you want the more you can be decisive and find and okay when I step into a relationship and it's not what I said I want um my daughter. right so um I started praying may may be introduced to teachers that you know would teach me about this you know cuz I feel like life has tons and tons of teachers and then I was exposed to different social platforms or content to creators and i started watching black love if you do not watch black love please do like i know they've got some controversial reviews or whatever but i love black love um and it's about different couples in the u.s who are representation of healthy black relationships and people who have not just like um but like because, I mean, being, coming together with a person, there will be a level of, you know, Megazilla ring that you have to do. Just, like, not the, like, unnecessary, hard, struggling one. <laughs> so, Black Love. And then I was exposed to Dear Future Wifey. I've plugged Dear Future Wifey before. Love them. Um, And then here in South Africa, it's the Max, right? And the Ladwabas, right? And I used to enjoy watching Defiling Love. <laughs> I know it's a little controversial right now with everything that's going on. But like, Jay, you know, I started being intentional in opening myself up to content that was healthy and pouring in because I was, I was, I recognized and see, I don't have this. You know, I don't know this. So therefore I'm intentional about pouring in and changing my perspective and changing my views and rewriting the narrative that I have in my head and putting in some new information. Because the truth of the matter is, it's about attracting a partner. some of those things come from what you've seen. You know Your 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 life is not gonna draw from it, don't last born, right? There must be some seed that you've planted in that is healthier. There must be some, you know, information that you've planted in that is healthier so that you are in whether you're exposed to those people live, whether you're checking out on social networks and this and that and the other. But information that is healthier when you say you do want different otherwise life will keep drawing from the experiences and the knowledge that you do have Right? that's just my two cents uh, people can agree <laughs> or disagree right and then that continued for years and then um, then I was single for a while okay not for that long <laughs> But, like, for a while. And then for the first time, um, I was... I remember this guy pursued me. And I was like, okay, uh, no. <laughs> like, nurse, no, sir. No, sir. Sir, you are not my type. At all. Right, right. And this person pursued me. And then, okay, I was talking to them. And they were telling me about their history. And they're like... Yo, my parents like I'm married, and I, like I believe, in this and that, and the other. I was like, wait, what? That was the first time I was like, okay, something's ha- something different is happening in this season. Like, what? What? Okay, okay. This is a, a different fountain that I'm drinking from now. So, um, that relationship unfolded. Um, and he was like about building longevity, fam- family and wow then my 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 vulnerability work <laughs> and my being soft work was brought to the test and put to the test um got into that relationship and let us just say um okay say soft i was not slightly prickly but mostly soft mostly soft and it's hard work um it's not it's not easy It's not easy because honestly, even though you heal some parts of yourself and the history that you've gone through, but the truth of the matter is it will always peep in, you know, because I used to have this issue when like a person would ask me, oh, like, so like, what are you doing? Like, not like, what are you doing? But like, like other questions. And I was so quick to read them as controls. Like, no, no, excuse me, sir. No, I do not think so. And then they'd ask me, like, why every time I'm asking, they get Eganji, and why do you respond in this way? And I was like, oh, actually, ah, crazy. You know, because in, in, in healthy relationships, those are conversations you must be willing to have, you know. We we can't be bursting out every once in a while, you know, for spice purposes. No, when you want something healthy, there's a conduct, you know, there's a way in which, easy, it doesn't say I'm a kwan, and I realized, oh, okay, actually, it's because I don't like being controlled. And I was reaffirmed. It was, actually, I don't want to control you. Um, well, usually, I ask because I care. And because I'm curious as to, like, what you're up to and what are you doing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's not because... you And I was like, oh, oh, okay. You're just asking, <laughs> you know? But certain things are still triggers. And certain things are still things that you work on, you know? Um, So, yeah it's it, it, it happens guys um what am i vouching for actually i'm vouching for rewriting and putting in new information um that is different from the stories that you have created and that you've been exposed to growing up you know um sitting there and saying i don't believe in marriage because i've experienced um abuse growing um i've seen abuse growing up and things of that nature and then hoping and and then hoping what you're going to attract but all you are saying and all you're communicating is that men are trash and this and that and the other and wanting different it's going to be quite hard so all i'm I'm saying is rewrite that narrative start pouring in information that is different um forgive your story heal your story forgive yourself meet your parents as people meet whoever um whether it was a boyfriend or a girlfriend that kind of sc- scarred you and had you with this foundation where you no longer were so sure about love and stuff of that nature meet them as people and recognize are some of the experiences and kind of recognize dudes and uh, okay what about me do i need to heal if i'm continuously attracting this type of person you know um yeah yeah (laughs) i hope there's something there because i'm like i'm rambling um i hope you guys enjoy the rest oh okay we're stepping into a new week so i hope you guys enjoy this new week